Welcome to the Heart of the Athlete. This is Reggie Etheridge welcoming you to the radio program for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, featuring what God is doing in the hearts and lives of coaches and athletes in Idaho. Now, here are your hosts. Well, good morning, folks, and welcome to the Heart of the Athlete, the local SCA radio show here on KBXL 94.1 FM. I'm Ken Lewis. I'm the director for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes here in Idaho, and uh, our guest this morning is uh, Dr. John Heisel. John, it's great to have you on the on the show today. Hey, thanks for inviting me. Glad to be here. I know we've been wanting to do this for for a while, and I'm glad right. we had the time to come in today and. Uh, Folks, John is a board member for FCA Idaho. And uh, John, you've been on the board for how many years now? I was trying to think that over. It's 10 plus, I believe. Is but it? I don't know exactly. It's gone by fast. It has. It's I was been, thinking it's been six a great time. or seven. Yeah, it's been at least 10. <laughs> well, thank you so much. And it's a blessing from the Lord to have you on the air today. And yeah, it's I'm my excited pleasure. to visit with you and about your involvement with FCA and, and just what God's been doing in your life. Well, folks, we've got an event coming up uh, here in December next month. Um, that's uh, it's in association with uh, or in conjunction with the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, which uh, you know used to be the Humanitarian Bowl, and I think this is what year twenty two or twenty three that they've had the bowl game here. Right, it's the biggest uh, that we under, understand the biggest FCA bowl breakfast. That uh, so it, it's a, an event that's gotten. A lot of local attention but some national attention i think too just because you know fca idaho has done such a great job with it so it's a fantastic event yeah absolutely and and i think this is our i, I went back and because i've been on staff this is my 14th year being on staff but i think they had three of these prior to me coming on staff so i think this is our 17th fca bowl breakfast and the bowl game i think it's been going 22 or 23 years that sounds about right so um so we're really excited. We, we've had just some, some amazing speakers, haven't we, John? You've been to quite a few of these, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, I've been to, I, I don't know that, I, I certainly haven't been to all of them, but I've been to lots and lots of them. And it's, it's one of those events that's, uh, after many of them, I think, wow, how could that get any better? And then the next year it's better and better. So there's a lot of pressure on Ken and, <laughs> and others to, uh, not necessarily just to top it, because that's, you know, I think it's because God's in it. That's why it gets better and better every year. And it seems to be just right for the year, um, you know, whatever's going on, whether it's with the teams or with local issues or whatever. And as God always does, he shows up and, and has just the right person at just the right time. Yeah, and, and you're right, John. And and that is that is our prayer, isn't it, as a board and as as we uh, organize this event. Uh, this is the, and actually the day, the, the, the bowl game is Friday, the 21st of December, but our, the FCA bowl breakfast is the day before on Thursday, December 20th at 7 30 AM. And our speaker this year is Heisman trophy winner and NFL hall of famer, Tim Brown. And, uh, man, we're excited to have Tim come to Boise, aren't we, John? Yeah, it's, it's great. You know, it, it gives us an opportunity, I think, you know, when you have someone like Tim Brown, um, it, it opens doors that might not have otherwise been open. You know, big Raider fans or Notre Dame fans right. um, or just, you know, guys that are really into pro football. You know, they'll come and hear Tim Brown. And um, it, it just really opens doors that, that wouldn't normally be opened, I think. So I'm really, really looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. And, uh, you know, I've been going through stats of Tim Brown and, you know, just off and on and looking at things, man, what an amazing career he had, uh, both 
at Notre Dame, but then 17 years in the NFL. And so, you know, it's funny, once we got him secured as our speaker, we realized, wait a second, he's our first Heisman Trophy winner that we've had here in Boise to speak at our FCA Bowl breakfast. Very cool. That's, (laughs) again, a big, (laughs) just keeps getting better and better. And NFL Hall of Famer, too. I think he's our first NFL Hall of Famer. Right. So, folks, if you're interested in uh, getting more information about the FCA Bowl Breakfast, that's the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, FCA Breakfast on on Thursday, December 20th, um, go to fcaidaho.org, go to our local website, and you can register there. Uh, You can get more information. Um, You can uh, buy a ticket, just a single ticket there. You can... uh, I know, John, you've sponsored a table for years and right. brought people, friends, neighbors, relatives. Yeah, I, I usually look at this as not an op, just an opportunity for myself to come and hear a great speaker, you know, mix with, you know, with teams or whatever. But I, I like to look at it as when we get a table, usually 10 people, I try and find somebody or, or some, you know, several people that I'd like to introduce to FCA. And this is a great introduction point. Um, invite them to be at the table. And, and it's just been a really good tool to, um, to expose people to the ministry of FCA. I know there's so many other table sponsors like yourself. And again, thank you, John, for just all your support over the years for the bowl breakfast. And, but I know there's many table sponsors with the same mindset that they realize that they, people, friends, neighbors, relatives, coworkers would, would come to this event Maybe they've been trying to get them to come to a men's event at their church or maybe attend church or a Bible study, but yet uh, it's been difficult to try to maybe get them there. But th- they'll come to this because it has connection with the, the bowl game or um, a team that's playing in the bowl game um, or Tim Brown, like you said. Right. Well, folks, December 20th, Thursday, and I know it's a school day for some folks, but uh, uh, for some kids, I know some school districts are trying to get uh, finals done that week. But uh, if you have maybe a a kid that's uh, or a grandkid that's in Optimus football, little kids football or or junior high football, and you would like them to come hear uh, a speaker like this, get on our website and get some more information. Well, John, again, thank you for being here, and thanks again for supporting the FCA as well as supporting the FCA Bowl Breakfast. And I know you grew up here in the Treasure Valley, didn't you? Right. Yeah. So um, actually was, uh, sometimes you hate to mention this, but born in Southern California, but my family moved to Boise (laughs) when I was three in 1964. And so, um, you know, I'm about as close to being a native without actually being a native, but yeah, Boise's home. Oh, that's great. And then you, you spent some time going to Meridian High as well as... Right. Was so it, Was that Boise? Yeah, I wound up graduating from Boise High. Uh, my dad was a builder in town. We kind of moved all over town. But um, I wound up uh, graduating from Boise, then uh, went to College of Idaho over in Caldwell, um, and then uh, Creighton University for dental school. For dental school. Yeah, then did a little stint in the Air Force and came back and uh, started my practice in Boise in 1989. Wow, so you were went to College of Idaho, right? And uh, what was your? Um, well, I know I, I've I've been going to you for quite some time for uh, as you're you're my dentist and uh, appreciate it. And every, I thank you <laughs> <laughs> and my families, and I sure appreciate the care that you give us. And uh, so you've been a dentist for how many years now? Yeah, so thirty two, going on thirty three years. It's just uh, it's been an amazing ride. Dentistry, you know, I could spend a whole bunch of time on why I think dentistry is a great career. But again, that's, that's a whole nother uh, subject. But, you know, I really feel like uh, it's my call. God 
wired me up to be a dentist. I have people very frequently ask me, you know, why in the world did you want to be a dentist? Well, it's really a God thing. And uh. it really is an, an opportunity for me to serve in a lot of ways that I might not have otherwise been able to. But it really just it just feels like that's how God wired me up. And it's something that I really don't know exactly when I decided to be a dentist, but it was really early on, maybe like even junior high age, where I I thought that that's what I wanted to do. And, and then just was really determined, you know, from that time on to be a dentist and, and now it's 32 years of it. And it's, it's wow. still, still great. <laughs> That's great. Well, I know it's a calling. I, and I know that your peers have recognized you on a state level, being involved in the state dental association here. Uh, but also I know, um, your Fridays are free, uh, kind of intentionally, uh, of some of the things, some of the outreach things you do here that kind of go to what you're talking about uh, right of dentistry being a calling it is so um i get a lot of invitations every year to to go somewhere and do dentistry because you know the the dental need over the world is huge Uh, it's the number one chronic disease in the world affects a lot of people so um i get invitations constantly hey go to go to go to guatemala with us or go to india or go to africa but i had an opportunity um, about, uh, it's been about 15 years ago, a good friend of mine, uh, Carl Watts, a local physician was starting a thing, a thing down in, in Garden City, it turned out to be the Garden City Community Clinic. And, uh, he, he thought he really needed a dental piece to that. So I was, uh, along with Carl and a lot of help from my wife and some others, we started the Garden City Community Clinic, which is a free dental clinic. The only one of its kind in, uh, around here. And it's been going for 15 years. So I volunteer regularly in there. And so when people ask me about missions, I tell them, well, my mission field is Garden City. And I, and I really feel that's where God's called me, you know, when it comes to, to dental missions, at least for now. It doesn't mean I'll never go to India or Guatemala or wherever. But right now, it's still Garden City. Right. And there's a tremendous need, you know, around our valley as well. So if folks are in that need or fit that category, how do they get in touch with 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 that with that facility there right. with you guys? Yeah, Carl did a fantastic job setting this whole organization up with a lot of vision. Um, but to get to the dental clinic, you have to come through several medical clinics. There is a, a clinic there at, in Garden City, but the Vineyard has a clinic, and there are several other free clinics around town that are medical clinics that feed into our dental clinic. So that's the way we um, we get folks into the dental clinic. Wow. Well, that's, that's neat to hear about how God has placed that on your heart to, to really pour into our community and, and that dentistry is a calling. And I know that, you know, God could use all of our different careers that we do in life. Yeah, he sure can. I, you know, I really, you know, I feel like, obviously I'm a Christian first, a dentist second, but it's cool to be able to be used as a dentist, to use that skill that, that God put in my hands to, um, to be able to affect people's lives. And, and down there at the clinic, you know, the, the patients that I see are a little different than the patients I see in my office every day. Um, there are folks that are, most of them have, you know, been without dental treatment sometimes for decades. And, and oftentimes they're in, in, in such need that it, it stops them from, you know, doing job interviews or whether, because it's from pain or they, you know, they, 
have lost a lot of teeth or whatever. So we're able to, to get those people back into a place where they're not in chronic pain and maybe can go out for a job interview because we give them some front teeth back. I mean, just basic dignity things yeah, that um, praise God. really make a difference <laughs> in people's lives. Yeah. Well, that's neat. Well, folks, if you're just joining us here on Heart of the Athlete, we're visiting with one of our FCA Idaho board members, uh, uh, Dr. John Heisel. And um, John, how did what, what sports did you do growing up? Yeah, uh, so, going to Meridian High and going to Boise right. High. Growing, growing up in the you know in the '70s, essentially, um, you know, I think sports were a, it was a little different back then. You know, now kids are in a lot of different sports. I played a little bit of little league baseball. Was very always interested in sports. Um, but, you know, my family kind of construction workers, just, you know, blue collar esque. We didn't, um, we loved sports, loved watching sports, um, but I didn't play a lot until a little bit of Little League baseball. And then I wrestled in, in junior high and, and most of high school. And so um, that was my main, you know, where I was actually in competition, other than just, you know, playing baseball with the neighborhood kids. We did uh -huh. a lot of that. Well, that's cool. I know that uh, you, when you were the the time you had early on in high school there at Meridian High, you had uh, Bruce Burnett, right, who was the head wrestling coach there. And then when I came a few years later, he was still there, and so we both got to be coached by him. And I know that was probably your freshman sophomore, right? Year. Well, my freshman year, I was in a unique. Um, place called the Meridian Mid High. Oh, the Mid High, yeah, yeah which Mid -high, is Cole Valley so, now, right? Right, where Cole Valley is at. And that was a, it was a fantastic year. That was really probably that was the pinnacle of my athletic career. <laughs> I wrestled, I think, ninety eight. Maybe no, what was if there was a lighter was 98, weight? Ninety eight, one hundred five. Yeah, well, it must have been ninety eight, and I went undefeated, fifteen and zero. Wow. Um, you know, so I, I thought I was, you know, kind of hit the top there. But then I got to Meridian High the next year, sophomore year, and. All of a sudden, at 98, there was a you know a, a defending state champion in my weight class at Meridian, and so I was pretty much a practice dummy from there on. So, but it was it was still lots of good things around that. Well, it's fun to hear those stories about those days. And you know, John, you said earlier you had uh, um, been on the the board for SCA, but we're, we're thinking about 10 years or so. Yeah, somewhere in there. What? Why? Why get involved with FCA? What what intrigued you to uh, to say yes and and to be on the the board here in Idaho for that long? Right. You know, I think that you know all of us um, are looking for things in our lives that really have significance. You know, I think everybody, whether they know it or don't, um, they're looking for things where you can add to other people's lives and be involved in some something or someone or someplace that's really making a difference. And I think, you know, FCA is doing that, you know, um, and really it's through, you know, my friendship with you, Ken, that, you know, where I got introduced to FCA, I may have known a little bit about it. And then Melissa, my daughter, you know, being a, an athlete at CUNA High, that's where we met you. And so just, you know, that, um, that's what got me interested at first. But then, you know, even though I wasn't, you know, a star athlete, I, I saw where I could be involved in sports in this way, which is a really fun connection. And then just being able to lend, you know, whatever God puts in my life to help an organization um, is is really a, a pretty cool thing to be part of um, a leadership thing. And, you know, I think God's blessed me with being on other boards and other things where he's given me experience where, and then, you know, taking it to FCA has been just really a, a very natural progression of just things that are going on in my world. Yeah. Well, 
I remember uh, the first time I met Melissa. Uh, she was in my biology classroom there at Kuna High, I think as a sophomore. And Right. Uh, You're going to get me all emotional over this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I remember she was new to Kuna and I uh, got to know her. And uh, she got involved in FCA right away and then her sophomore year. And then again, uh, we, we asked her at the end of her sophomore year to come on our, our leadership team. So she got to be a leader there. One, you know, it was part of that leadership team that was their ministry at CUNA High. And I, I just remember her. She was just very motivated as a, as a high school golfer and as a high school cheerleader to, to make an influence there and make an impact for Christ and to see kids' lives transform. Right. Melissa has a very uh, powerful personality, a lot of passion, uh, very competitive um, as an athlete, uh, but but also a real heart for the Lord. So it was, it was, and that probably is another reason that I was, you know, so motivated to be part of FCA, just seeing what it did in Melissa's life. Um, it was, you know, so impactful and, and gave her, you know, a, an outlet to be able to minister to, you know, her, her classmates and her teammates. Right. Well, it's neat because she had, you know, you and your wife, Terry, and just have done a great job, you know, raising your kids. And at the same time, you guys are going to a great church and, and just the discipleship that was going on at the church. It was just a, a neat avenue for Melissa then to, to take that to the next level and, and use all that God had done in her life to pour out to her community that she was in at CUNA High at the time. Right. I think it was just, you know, some great training ground for her. And then as she went on to college and uh, was able to be, uh, you know, play college golf and just all the things that were involved with that, you know, all the challenges that come with being a, you know, student athlete, just her FCA experience and just was a big addition to what she was able to accomplish. Right. Well, John, I'm, I'm curious, how did you come to know Jesus? Um, how did that happen in your life? Yeah, so sometimes I tell people that I, you know, I don't know, well, I obviously didn't deserve anything <laughs> that I've gotten, but I grew up in, a, in an, an incredible family. My parents um, were believers and from, you know, young, in, in their lives, actually, they, I think both their families have really interesting stories how they came to know the Lord. But anyway, I was raised in an incredible home. But I, I can remember, I was probably about eight when, you know, I don't necessarily remember the moment that I accepted the Lord, but I remember a time when when I really realized that I needed to make a decision. And I think I was about eight. Uh-huh. And so then, you know, just growing up, um, I mentioned my dad was a builder. We moved all over town. Um, he would he was flipping houses long before it was called flipping houses. So, um, so I I went to six grade schools, three junior highs, two high schools. So we moved around a lot. But our our central kind of pivot point in our life was our church, mm-hmm. and um, and so and our family. But but my parents just they lived um, the gospel and still, well, my mom's still living, my dad's passed away, but they lived the gospel right in front of us. And so it was really natural, really easy, um, to follow that. And, but, um, so that, that's really, you know, what, what happened, but I I feel so lucky to, you know, I didn't face a lot of struggles because I had this fantastic family supporting me and showing me the way. Well, it sounds like, uh, it was, uh, you didn't, you didn't have to be persuaded too much. It was an attractive thing. The relationship yeah, very that your much parents so. very much had so. with Jesus. And, uh, well, um, I, I was curious about, uh, do you have a, do you have a life verse uh, that you, 
that would be encouraging to us this morning, or may, and maybe a passage of scripture where God's yeah, kind of really, parked you. Really, there's there's two places that I'm always drawn to. Um, one of them is the Book of Proverbs, and just um, wisdom and knowledge have always just been, you know, uh, um, something that I've mm. sought after and kind of fascinate me. Just the whole idea of how you get wisdom, and um, so Proverbs is. Uh, a favorite, so I can't I can't pick out a specific verse. There's uh-huh. certainly lots of them, and then the book of James also really is, um, and, then, and there's some parallels between Proverbs and James, obviously. But James is always fascinating, fascinated me in that you know because talking about working, um, you know, I know there's lots of people get hung up on works, and there's yeah again things we could talk about there, but it, James is, have has that emphasis of doing something. With your faith, with right. your Christianity, and that, and and so I, I'm really drawn to that because, like I mentioned, my parents, their faith was very active and alive, mm-hmm. and and made a difference. You know, my dad was building houses, and he had all these uh, a lot of rough characters working for him, and I he brought many many men to the Lord, and uh, that's not easy to do with framers and roofers and concrete guys. But he was using the the place where God had planted him exactly to to expand exactly. the kingdom right so that mm-hmm. that's kind of a reflection of James just you know right doing the work where you're at I love those passages in Colossians too when Paul talks about some of those similar kinds of things as you know work as if you're working for the Lord right and uh, yeah yeah uh, and do it enthusiastically and right. that as Christians whether we're a, a dentist a, an athlete a coach a builder that we would not do shoddy work that we do right. we give our best to him yeah striving for excellence all the time is is really i think an important um just you know in, in dentistry dentistry is a very precise meticulous <laughs> craft and and i know that my patient wants me to be excellent every day be on the top of my game and and um so you know that's that's a natural but yeah it's it's important so that's probably a prayer of yours every day is is going to him and saying, every Lord, morning, here we are again. Every morning before I start, you know, asking him to be with me, you know, let really my hands be his hands extended, you know, and, and do do quality work and treat my patient in such a way that, you know, um, I really feel like I'm, you know, treating the Lord. And I know it sounds kind of uh-huh. weird, <clears throat> but, um, you know, it's... It, that happens even more like when I'm down at the clinic in Garden City because right. there's some pretty undesirable folks that that, or at least you know from a social standpoint, you'd look and say that that's not a very desirable person. But I really feel like you know I'm, I'm treating those people just as like if I was treating Jesus in that chair, which is a pretty um, right. It's a pretty cool thing. Well, it's it's kind of like that concept we talk about in sport in with FCA is that audience of one. Right. Uh, who who are really serving and are, that our master coach and the master, you know, that we're we're trying to please really is is the father and uh, well, John, thanks for for com- taking the time to be on the air this morning on Heart of the Athlete and uh, if if folks again need to uh, if they want to take advantage of uh, and be a part of that if they fit that bill with. Uh, um, being a part of that clinic that you guys do in Garden City, how do they? Right. So do, just you know, contact the Garden City Community Clinic. Okay. Um, and that's that's the best point of contact, and um, they do a fantastic job of you know if you're eligible, they'll they'll find a way to get you in there. Wow. 
That's great. And folks, if you're interested in more information about uh, coming in here, Tim Brown, former Notre Dame Heisman Trophy winner and Oakland Raider, who's going to be speaking at the famous Idaho Potato Bowl on Thursday, December 20th, you can go to fcaidaho.org. Well, John, thanks again for serving on the board. Thanks for being a, a just a great support and encourager and donor for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And and thanks for uh, just taking the time to be here. It's been yeah. a blessing from the Definitely Lord. Definitely been my pleasure. Thanks, Ken. Thanks for listening today. If you are interested in getting involved with FCA or would like to donate to the FCA ministry, you can contact us through the FCA Idaho website at fcaidaho.org. Join us next week for The Heart of the Athlete, a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in Idaho and KBXL, The Voice. You're not-